Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast. Hi. So today we're in Psalm 40. I uh, really love this psalm. There's a really cool U2 song that I like too called 40 and they kind of sing it. But anyway, it's, um, it starts off with how um, he's in waiting patiently for the Lord and he has to cry out to God. And why is that the case? In verse two, we find out that he's been in a pit of destruction in a miry bog. And um, I was just thinking about what is that imagery like? What does it feel like to be in a bog or in a pit and i think part of that you um, feel stuck kind of trapped and i think this is sort of a metaphor of the effects of sin in our lives that we get stuck because of our sins sometimes it's our uh, addictions or bad patterns or behaviors or thoughts or actions that seem to repeat same things again and again and we feel stuck and trapped and like how come like nothing's changing nothing's happening i can't get out of this and sort of like dropped in that deep well and how can we get out of that and i think in turn then we can feel uh, hopeless uh, because we don't see a way out and then the question is where where do we turn to and uh, a similar psalm says you know where does my help come from and he lifts his eyes up and it's this is in psalm 121 and it says it's god and here in verse one what does he do he cries out and i think that's um that's a, the proper response that the psalmist is, is pointing us to of that we need to cry out to god and Certainly, it's it's not going to happen right away. There's, uh, he says he waited patiently, and I think that goes against just our own desires to get out of problems and situations right away. We don't like change taking a long time. Uh, we're into instant gratification, you know, microwave food, just instant ramen, just all these ways, and and just you know our lives that we um, want immediate change. But there's a real struggle here, a picture of being stuck but really turning to God. And I think it's a reminder that God is the one who will rescue us. And in verse 2, it says, He drew me up from the pit, and God is the one. So as we cry out, God is the one who will rescue us. And definitely know with our sins that that's what Jesus did. He descended, and He came into our world, and He came to the messiness and the brokenness of our world and in our own lives, and taking sin upon Himself. You know, He who knew no sin became sin for us, as it says in 2 Corinthians 5. And I think that's a picture of God drawing us out. He He comes into our mess. Like if you were to put your hand into a, like a pit of of muck and try to get something out, like that you lost, like your whole hand's going to be full of messiness. And that's what God does. And through the cross of Jesus, we find that He is able to heal us and redeem us. But I think He also does that through people. Like how are we rescued in a lot of ways? I think it's we had a mentor or friend or a peer who drew us out as well out of our own sinfulness and helping us to see ourselves know ourselves and see that there is hope beyond just our sins so uh, i was thinking about that i think another thing from the psalm is the way that he first of all starts out by recounting what god has done um and then you know it progresses by him declaring um to others how god has saved him and you know in verse 10 but in verse 2, you know, I think it's important the way that, you know, the psalmist um, remembers and recounts how God saved him, um, set his feet upon a rock, and made his steps secure. Um, I think that it's really important that we engage in doing the same thing. And then um, also that we proclaim, because that helps us to build up our own convictions. In verse 10, he says, I have not hidden your deliverance from within my heart. I've spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. He hasn't concealed it, and I think that's an important thing that we need to do as we, as we remember and as we recount, as we share it and tell others. That's going to also bolster our own faith, and um, and then later on in the psalm in verse twelve, 
you know, he he's still struggling. He still he says evils have encompassed me beyond number. My iniquities have overtaken me. And I was what I was kind of surprised by was the way that he talks about his own iniquities and how they have overcome him. Uh, and what struck me is that, you know, a lot of times I think external enemies are easier to deal with than our own internal enemies. Um, dealing with our own sin, you know, there's so much shame and and guilt. And that's harder to deal with, I think, than external enemies. Um, because, you know, it it has to do with our ego and it involves you know us and what what it said about us and anyway i was just um kind of struck by how he you know admits that no it's my my own iniquities that have overtaken me that i need deliverance from again and i think as he recounts what god has done it gives him confidence to face his iniquities and to deal with that and to keep asking god for deliverance from his own sins yeah, I think in verse uh, 12 also, it's this repeat sort of a sinfulness, uh, both outward, you know, forces and, and within that Ellen was talking about. Um, verse 12, where it says, sins piled so high, um, it, it, that, that in the NLT it says, sins are piled so high, I cannot see. It's just like that overwhelming. And uh, what I found interesting is that even after the first part where he's rescued, he continues to experience sin outwardly and inwardly. And I just thought that's interesting because that is the pattern of Christian life, like, once we're saved, it's not once and done, one and done, and um, but we continue to struggle against our sins and uh, ourselves, and that's just part of, of Christian life. And it's hopeful, though, because he continues to turn to God and finds that God is his deliverer, but that's just the reality of, of Christian life. It is a slog, it is a struggle, and that's where we find ourselves, and even the psalmist, but I pray that we can all keep turning to God to be our deliverer and see, as it says in verse 17, I am poor and needy, uh, but God is his deliverer, so... Okay, thanks everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay,